There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. Good morning, everybody. We come to you in shimmering living color. Hour two. Ooh, yes, Jay. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I know. Fabulous. Another day of color. Another day of color. I love it. I'm Jace with Lex and Ellie filling in for Holly Roberts, who's mm-hmm. taking some days off. Hope she's having a great time. Well, when she come oh, yeah. back? Uh, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday. There we go. Yeah, one more early morning for you, Ellie. That's Yay. right. One more. <laughs> I love you guys. I hate what time your show is. No, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, we we Uh feel similar now. I wish I could Uh, with everyone else wake up at 6 a.m. and just start listening to your beautiful voices as I like slowly come to the world. But you wake up. That's not natural, right? No, this is no. The human body should not be doing this. No, no. Uh, It is Monday, June 5th, 2023. Thanks for being here. Um, We're going to begin with. uh, Remy Ma's math for her age. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you guys, um, she is a a rapper. She was discovered by Big Pun, and uh, she was featured in songs like Lean Back and All the Way Up. She was also in Love and Hip Hop New York. Her husband, Papoose, he had a surprise party for her. 43rd birthday. Okay. And it was really fun. Lots of great performances. Uh, There was a, a... message from Mason there, um, a few other things. Her husband got up and performed his hit, What You Want. He's 45 years old. So big surprise. She was very excited. She got on the mic and she says, hey, I've got everyone's number in here. We te- we call, we text, we talk beep. So I appreciate you all coming to my 35th birthday. Now, she's 43 <laughs> years old, but she's saying thank you for coming to my 35th birthday. Okay. Because she says, I do not count the ones, the years that I was in prison, and I don't count the ones from COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Can we do that? I love her birthday, Matt. (laughs) 35. Yeah, Ellie, you brought this up last week of like you were cheated out of some fun years because of COVID. Yeah. Still mad about it. I was like, I do. I want to say, like, I'm 22. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Minus the three years of COVID. And have you been to prison? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so three. You can subtract those years too. Okay. 
Tra- I love it. Jace, so how old are you? Well, I no, no prison. So no prison, uh, yeah. let's see here. Um, uh, three years of COVID. So I am 45. 45. Nice. 45. I am 45. And I'm, uh, yeah, fantastic. Now you're 37. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lex, how old are you? 39 with you're her 39? math. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. That just slays me. That is so hilarious i gotta so, see who she is i don't know why i can't picture who she is yeah she's yeah she Remy oh there Ma, she is yep yeah she had a lot of hits like in the early 2000s uh-huh and then if you're a fan of the love and hip-hop oh god that's so she funny. started until like 2020 <laughs> yeah so there you go <laughs> you guys want to do your math <laughs> yeah do it like that your birthday math there you go it's a new oh. spin on dog years and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Which isn't birthday, just a straight math yeah. equation as well. Usually we just times whatever their our dog's ages by seven. But yeah. there's been some real science around it that when they hit a certain age, you actually have to, it's a different multiplier. So, oh, yeah. Really? Right. Someone, someone uh, tweeted me that. I'll put that on the show page so you can see it because it breaks it down by, you know, once I think it's like six is when that differentiates. So it's not like, you know, they're 200 years old. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, oh, dog math isn't that. that easy. No. Um, I have a story of a dumb influencer. Uh-oh. Now, yeah. At, I like some influencers. But some I've I've gone on record just drive me up a wall. But and I'm gonna just let you two guess the, this story. And this is about an influencer whose crazy stunt goes wrong. And I'm gonna give you one guess of which state this takes place in. Florida. Oh, I mean, sorry. Thank you. Okay. Ellie, is that gonna be your guess too? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say New Jersey. Right? <laughs> rude, rude, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen um, to last hour for that one. You you will never believe this, but you will because people are crazy nowadays. Oh uh, no. Bush Gardens Tampa. Okay. Is working with investigators after an influencer trying to make a TikTok video jumped into their alligator exhibit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't be doing that. Doing so, it for the TikToks or the, the talk guy, or whatever. Yeah. Luckily, now, before I roll this audio, and I'm not going to give you his name because I don't want to make him any more famous because mm. that's what he wants. Yeah. So I'm just, but the, he he's fine. The alligator, more importantly, is fine. And here's the moron doing a Steve Irwin imitation. Once he jumps into this enclosure at Bush Gardens. Huh. All right, guys. So today we're going to be jumping into the crocodile exhibit. Ooh, crikey, mate. This is insane. Let's get a closer look, shall we? Just to see how it is. We have never been this close to the alligator. The crocodiles, guys. Crikey. Look how big that bugger is. We are exploring the Amazon rainforest. This is really crazy. Crikey. Yeah, it's real crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, it's real crazy until you get eaten. Oh, Is it God. sad that I kind of wished that? <laughs> no, I. It's not he sad. Was bit a few times because it was, so this is an enclosure. 
Yes. Th- did he have to go through some levels of security to get to this? Or I'm sure, it's not hard to get into because people assume you don't want to jump into the crocodile enclosure. Yeah. I mean, Usually, it's like a pond with a rope, and they're like, "Watch your babies." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. But at Bush it, Gardens, do you think that they'd have extra measures? I, well, they do. Listen to this. It's separated. So you and the Gators are separated by two fences <sighs> and a little thing of water. And the Gators in this exhibit are up to 15 feet long and weigh about 1,000 pounds. Oh. He, he should. There needs to be some consequences for him. Uh, yes. Uh, because imagine if the alligator did bite him. They would euthanize that alligator. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not fair. No. And and it's just, it's unbelievable. But this is what happens because everybody is chasing this social media stardom. And you, you get morons. You know, there are influencers who do it the right way. You know, makeup tutorials or crafting or whatever. But then you got this. <sighs> and it's like, no, this isn't funny. These are, these are live animals. They're not toys for you to use for your own enrichment. It's just irritating. Oh my God. Well, what's really upsetting is that they, the rage drives it too, right? Like they, they want to enrage you. They want to get you commenting on these posts. So yep. even if you're like commenting saying like, oh, I can't believe you did that. You're an idiot. You're still contributing to exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah. Any yep. engagement is engagement. Yep. Ugh. That's why I'm purposely not even saying this idiot's name. Smart. It's just, ugh, whatever. Uh, when we come back, uh, dear friends, a huge box office, as we mentioned, for Spider-Verse. We'll talk about that. Oh, we better brush up, Jace. Hey, everybody. It's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. It is official. Red Cow and Red Rabbit have the happy hour. Capital T, capital H, capital E. They have just revamped their happy hour, and it's the best. And it's longer. Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 530 and this menu is sensational. It's divided into $6, $7, and $8 items. $6 uh, select tap beers and wine. $7 margaritas at Red Cow. Strawberry Fresno margarita, classic, and a mango margarita. Under their $8 menu at Red Cow, chips and dip. You know I love those. Ahi tuna crisps, cheese curds, truffle fries, double barrel sliders, and their 60-40 sliders. This is an amazing happy hour menu. So this week, when you're looking to get together with some friends, sit on their beautiful patio and make sure you get there for happy hour. Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30. Run to red. Coming up in just a second, Matt Healy is back to being a Richard Dawson. Very old reference mixed with a new reference. Alexis will explain. Such a good comparison, Jason. Yeah. Ugh. We'll talk about that in just a second. But right now, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment. Everything flame throwing our way through our tick problem. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, can you do it in that corner a little bit more? Jace? A little bit more yeah, in the other corner? One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stand back. Stand back, please. Okay. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. It sounds like the the hairspray flamethrower, like exactly that sound. Which I know it, I know that sound very well. Let me give you a headline that I know will make Alexis um, very happy because she's a Spider Man household. Yeah, big time. This is uh, this is from Deadline.com. 
Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse swings to best opening of summer year to date with $120 million plus beating Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Isn't that great? I mean, this is an animated film, yeah. and it's beating Guardians. You know, the first I mean, one that, came out in 2018. I, I forgot that it was an animated film as as I'm watching. So I'm guessing that the same thing happens. That's part with of why this it's one. so special. Though. The visuals are just oh, like there's Lex, just so much depth. Yeah. Can we go back a second for people that are listening that are like, is this like a Tobey Maguire or a Tom Holland Spider-Man? Um, can you explain what this movie is? The the Spider-Man across uh, into the Spider-Verse and now it's across the Spider-Verse. What is this? What's this take on Spider-Man? Can you explain well, that? This take is that um, it's Miles Morales. He was bitten by the, the spider. He's he's in the subway when it happens. Um, and then so he, you know, is discovering, wow, I have all of these powers. And then he meets Peter Parker and he realizes that there are other people out there who can ha- do the same things as him. And, um, you know, there's, of course, um, villains that they fight together. And, um, yeah, and then also you get a taste of his home life, too. So it's kind of a well-rounded, um, you know, portrayal so- of Spider-Man. And then, of course, there's different universes that they visit. Um, so they they can pull from different versions. So this is Peter Parker and Miles exist in the same universe in this universe. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. And the second one, I've only heard be- even better things about it. Yeah. Let me. So go I'm not rot- really surprised that it went like so well in the box office. Let me go to Rotten Tomatoes and yeah, see. What are they saying? What they're saying right there, box office, a spectacular review. 95%. Nice. 95%. That's crazy. It's because to put it in perspective, like Little Mermaid has close to 70. Fast and the Furious 22 has a 55%. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Guardians has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Um, Little Mermaid, you got to take that with a grain of salt because it got review bombed by mm. bigots. So, um, but ninety five percent, holy shnikes, Batman! Mm-hmm. That's a that's phenomenal. I got to see that's this. So I awesome. I did not see the first one. I got to see. I got to watch the first one. Oh yeah, I do you'll love, love it. You'll love it. Yeah, it's right on Disney Plus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good news. Uh, go see it, everybody. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Let's talk about Matt Healy. Oh, yeah. All What's right. he doing? Yeah, so he's the <laughs> front guy God. in the 1975, <laughs> reportedly dating Taylor Swift, but maybe not anymore. And the more that I've listened to and read his comments on that podcast, yeah, that was a very good um, sound there to make hearing his well, name because, yeah, not good. Uh, well, before dating Taylor Swift... Every, I guess at every show, he would pick out a stranger and okay. kiss that person on the lips, which is just so disgusting to me. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, whatever. Yeah. Do your own thing, Maddie Healy. Well, he's back to his old ways, and this time he planted a kiss on a, a concert security guard. He kneeled down and, uh, wow, uh, they're in Denmark. Gave the guy a kiss, and, um, you know, afterward... he. The security guard kind of like, yay, you know, 
fist bumped, but it's like the guy has he can't go anywhere. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's like posted at the side of the stage, you know. Now he did kiss him back, so you know whatever. But I'm feeling like they might not be dating anymore because Taylor might not be okay with this. <laughs> Let alone all of his comments. And then, of course, she did that song with Ice Spice as well. So, which is but who he, he commented say. on. What's that? But he won't say. That's he likes the bait of this idea of he could be dating Taylor Swift. So he won't say. Exactly. Oh, God. That's so pretentious. Just say it or don't. Just, uh. And and uh. A, a word that has traveled around him for at least five, six years now, queer baiting. You know? Mm. Yeah, he's kissing guys, right? Yeah, and he's publicly said, I don't consider myself bisexual, but I like to be like open and everything. He likes to keep it an open-ended question and do performative things like this while also getting to publicly benefit from being a straight man dating Taylor Swift. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, look, I, I don't... Some people that have been labeled that, I don't... I, I'm, I'm an outlier. I don't always love that term. I don't, I don't think love it's that applicable. term either, but this, when you're uh, kissing a dude yes, at your concert. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds this appropriate. like this should be a sticker on his lunchbox. <laughs> this should be a sticker. On his Can you lunchbox. imagine if you start giving out Queer baiting sticker. sticker. <laughs> I'm a queer baiter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds naughty. <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> That'd be a great... That'd be a great sticker. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. But no, my, my point is sometimes I'm like, no, guys, no, no, that's not what that is. This? Yeah. Yep. I'm with you, Ellie. Yeah. Well, there's gender it bending is. fashion, and then sure. there's doing like public displays of affection while getting the benefits of not having to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, he just, it's just gross to me. Just gross. <sighs> Taylor, you can do better. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. Hey guys, the Cat Video Festival's back. And this year, we're supporting the charity Caring for Cats. They're caring people and they care for cats. Join my talk 1071 of the St. Paul Saints at CHS Field for the Cat Video Festival Thursday, August 3rd, presented by our good buddy David at First Equity. He likes all animals. Oh, sure does. Thank you, David. Maybe not hawks, but he likes everything else. Video <laughs> submissions are open now. Submit your video, and you will be entered to win a $1,000 prize. Tickets go on sale June 29th at 10 a.m. Kids 12 and under are not allowed. Get uh, No, no, stop saying that. Oh, no, they they get in free. I yes, apologize. Yes, they're free. They're free. I was just <laughs> trying to make this a kid free. Uh, you want it to be kid free? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love kids. Uh, get all the info. MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> Keyword cat. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we usually do word chain, but I have a game for Alexis and Holly that'll get our that'll get their brain moving. Uh-huh. Oh, That's next. Angelina is not backing down against Brad Pitt. Lex has that story coming up in a little bit. Mm-mm. Plus, uh, I'll tell you all about Kim Cattrall's demands for her return to... The Sex and the City universe, and she has a list of demands. Allegedly, you know, there's always rumors surrounding her, so I'm gonna say alleged. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here at My Talk, streaming later on our My Talk app. So make sure you uh, go download that. Now, usually on Monday, uh, Holly Roberts plays Wink Martindale and gets our minds moving with Word Chain, but Holly is taking some days off. Our friend uh, Ellie's here, mm-hmm. so. Um, we're going to get our minds moving, and when I say we, I mean Alexis and uh, Ellie. 
Uh-oh. he's going to play. Okay. We're, we're going to play Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? All right. That's right. Now, this is a team activity. Uh, Alexis and Ellie will work together. They will work together Fantastic. to solve these issues. Is our combined You're, knowledge yeah. approximate That's right. to that of a fifth, a fifth grader. grader? Thank you, Ellie. I wasn't going to say it, but you said it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's going to mostly be yours um, since you were closer to fifth grade, but uh, yeah. we shall see here. Um, hmm. uh, Alexis, since your name is on the list, you go first. Would you like uh, uh, subject one through five? Which one? Three. Earth science, my friend. Okay. Fifth grade earth science. Okay. The black sand beaches in Hawaii are formed from what type of rock? Volcanic. Yeah. Oh, there's no. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is not multiple. I'll tell you if it's multiple. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Volcanic. Final answer. You are right. Yeah. It's a lot of volcanoes in the Hawaii. That's right. (laughs) Ellie, would you like one one through four? Which one? Uh, Two. Grammar. Yay. Grammar. Fifth grade <laughs> okay. grammar. All right. I have to really think about this. All right. This is multiple choice. Okay. The following sentence is an example of what type of figurative language. Okay. I'm 48 and I don't even know what figurative language is. Here we go. <laughs> okay. The wacky wombat was wandering with the wild wolverine. Is that a simile? Is that an alliteration or an allegory? Alliteration? Yep. Yep. Final answer. You are right. I love alliteration. Me too. Yeah, it's my uh, favorite thing to use in writing and speaking. We try to do it a couple times a month on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like saying big old booty hole. Uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> oh. Okay, here we go. Uh, Lex, one through three. Which one would you like? Uh, th- three again. Art and music. Oh, okay. Oh, this is so easy. They're giving you really easy ones today. Here we go. The first important sculptor of the Renaissance era crafted a lifelike statue of St. George. He also shares a name with a turtle. Who are we talking about? Uh, we are talking about uh, Donatello, Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, which one is it? Leonardo. It's not Leonardo. We know that, right? Donatello, I think, was a sculptor. Well, you're saying Michelangelo? I I think it is. And then who's the fourth one? Mikey Raphael? No, 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 no. Vera. Vera. <laughs> <laughs> and their aunt Vera. <laughs> and their aunt Vera. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Shredder um, is it Shredder? Shredder? No, yeah. you got a he was around. In the, he was around in the Renaissance. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So Michelangelo or Donatello? I go Donatello. Okay. You, you like Donatello? Yeah, I'm feeling that one today too. Uh, final answer, Jason. <gasps> you are right, Alexis. Yay! Donatello. Donatello. Ellie, one or two? One. U.S. geography. Fifth Uh-oh. grade U.S. geography. Okay. Are the Sierra Nevada mountains east or west of the Rocky Mountains? West. Yes. Final answer. You are right. West. You guys are really good. Here. That's a camping question. Woo. Yeah, that's right. 
All right. Life science is the final one in this pack. Okay. Life science. This is not multiple choice. Is a sea cucumber a plant or an animal? Oh, wow. Uh, Sea cucumber. I mean, I think they're animals, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have butts. Yep. (laughs) Big old booty holes. Is that what you're (laughs) That's right. Uh, Show me big old booty holes. (laughs) Yes. That's right. Okay, uh, I flip these cards around. Now, Alexis, uh, a few more minutes here. Okay. One through five, my friend, in this packet. Let's stick with three. Geography. Fifth grade geography. Okay. True or false? Contour lines on a topographic map never cross. They never cross on a contour map. Um... I think that's true. I think that's true, too. True. Final answer. True. You guys are on fire. You have not gotten one wrong. We need a hard one. Uh, Well, uh, Ellie, I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) We've got those questions, Jason. Come on. Uh, oh, digging deeper we, into I'm going to do here. This is a $1 million question. Oh, oh okay. Oh, my God. That's a horrible one. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm going to throw this one in here. What kind of galaxy has a bulge, a disc, and a halo? Disc? These are also things porn stars have. Yeah. (laughs) A halo? Are we sure about that? Yeah. What kind of galaxy has a bulge, a disc, and a halo? Uh, Okay. Can can anyone here list a type of galaxy? What does that even mean? What kind of galaxy? Are we talking like. I know ours. (laughs) See, this is a hard one. Oh my this gosh. is a million dollar question. What kind of by galaxies the way. are there? I, I guess, that's my question. Like, right, I, 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 Milky Way. That's, that's Milky us. Way. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's somebody, beyond that? What is way? a type uh, of galaxy? Uh, well, I guess there are different types of galaxies. I'm just gonna give uh, it to you. It is spiral galaxy. It is oh, a spiral we, we've galaxy. We've never gotten that. No. Yeah. No, no. no way. That, uh, get back yeah. to. Back to the easy ones. Yeah, Ellie, one yeah, through four. Ellie, that's what we get. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, humbled. Yeah. I'm sufficiently yeah. humbled. Yeah. <laughs> what fifth grader? Well, you know what? They probably do know that. Your son knows that <laughs> no right now much. at three. Uh, <laughs> Zen knows that right now. Yeah. Let me tell you, if he calls Zen for phone a friend, he would know that. Uh, Ellie, we got a few more. Two more. Uh, one through four, Ellie. <gasps> four. Math. Fifth grade math. Okay. The sum of an integer and its opposite is always what? And its opposite. Zero? Uh, is it zero? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. The sum, but it's the... You want to call ad- Zen? <laughs> the sum of... <laughs> I think I think we're on this. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, call no, he's Zen. still in his, still know, in his yeah. bed. What? <laughs> Uh, we're going to go with zero. Final answer. You are right. Yes! yes! Okay, Alexis gets the final question. One, two, or three? Three! 
Okay. Okay. I mean, U.S. Three. history. U.S. Okay. history. Uh huh. Eli Whitney became a fame uh, famous for what invention? Oh gosh, couldn't he invent a gun or something? <laughs> like a Eli Whitney. Oh no, he didn't. He uh, Eli Whitney. Hold on. <laughs> uh. Oh, it was isn't it the cotton? Um, the the machine that separates the cotton from the stems or the piece at the bottoms. Cotton mill. Mill cotton mill cotton mill. Cotton. I'll give it to you. It's cotton gin. Cotton gin. There we go. I, that's impressive. Yeah, I was not going to yeah. get that. It's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been who or not who wants to be a millionaire? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> Invention. Yeah. Yep. Cotton gin. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, he we... did. He, uh, I guess there's some models of musket that he invented. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, David uh, from First Equity texted Alexis yeah. and I. Uh, he also likes hawks. <laughs> He's, uh, I said he liked every animal but hawks, but he still likes hawks, too. I oh, just yeah, want to be clear. I don't want to. Misquote him. We're wondering, we, yeah, what animals he doesn't like. <laughs> what animal doesn't he like? The the wood tick. Uh, when we when we come back, Angelina Jolie has some words for Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and Kim Cattrall has some demands. demands. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk one zero seven one, everything entertainment, everything Earth science. I'm Jace with Lex <laughs> yeah. and Ellie, filling in. For Holly, who will be back on Wednesday. Thank you so much for being here. Um, You're the best. No, what's, uh, what's Angelina Jolie saying about Ooh, Brad Pitt? Okay, remember last week we talked about how Brad Pitt, he filed new court papers because basically he's whining that... Whining? Get it? Ha, ha, uh-huh, get it? Ha, get it? Ha, get it? Ha, ba, ba, oh, man. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> if your server's well, please, 20%. Thank you. Give Alexis her own snares. Yeah, That's right. I need them. <laughs> oh, uh, that uh, Angelina, of course, refused to sell her half of their French vineyard to him because she was feeling vindictive because of this custody ruling that didn't go her way. And now sources uh, from her camp are saying, wait, no, 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 that she didn't call off that deal because she was vindictive in any way, but because Brad Pitt tried to stop her from speaking out about the abuse of their children. Do you remember back in 2016? In fact, it happened in International Falls. They landed, and apparently he choked and struck one of their children. Of course, the oldest one, what we've heard, and also poured beer on Angelina. Remember that? Yeah. And um, she's saying that uh, the these court papers filed in 2022 is that the reality is that he refused to complete the sale with Jolie unless she agreed to being silent about the abuse. He demanded that eight and a half million dollars be held back from his payment to her for the winery to force her to keep quiet. So so basically, like if she talked about it, he could keep some or all of that money, the eight and a half million that they held back. And she at the time just said, no, I refuse to. You can't escape the fact that you did this to our children. 
So that's why she decided to sell it to someone else. It doesn't really explain who she sold it to, though. Can both be true at the same time? I think that's what I'm that's thinking. That's what I'm... Yes. Exactly. Like, okay, well... That deal didn't go through. I'm not going to have you buy that. But here's this other person. No, and I understand that decision. And I understand not selling to him, especially with those caveats. Yes. But it doesn't explain who she sold it to, does it? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, also, who would be interested in buying something like that as well? You know, I don't know if there were other people who wanted to buy that. But I'm sure that Brad Pitt could have found a buddy. Uh, Yes. He has a lot of buddies. He could have (laughs) found a buddy. Yes. Come on. Yeah. I just, I said this last week. I think Ellie had a story about these two knuckleheads in the dirt alert. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like we've been talking about them longer divorced than we have as a couple. That's true. This has been going on forever, you know? Yep. And it will continue. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Just like, oh God. Just be done. Be done with each other, for heaven's sake. Be done. Um, the lawyers can, are probably very happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you have making... a new filing? No problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Be... Get that right in the books. Yeah. We'll help you. <laughs> we'll help you with that. <laughs> yeah, probably the eager, most earnest yeah. <laughs> lawyers ready to go. Uh-huh. I'd be like that. Sure. Okay. I just oh, want to sure. be here to support. I'll move in if you need it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I've got my laptop right here. Oh, it's filed. I will sleep on the couch. I'm good. <laughs> let's, let's round that up to about 2,000 hours this week. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I called you. That's an hour. Okay. Uh-huh. We talked for two minutes. Okay. Rounding up. Okay. We're good. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Kim Cattrall uh, coming back to Sex in the City, kind of, sort of, in a little cameo yeah. on the season finale of And Just Like That. Um, page six got a hold of the demands that uh, her stipulations for the cameo. Now, I am going to take this with a half a teaspoon of salt, only because... There's a lot of stories about Kim that some of them are true and some of them are not. So I don't know. But this seems legit because I can see her doing both of these. Okay. So the source said that Kim had two stipulations. One, that she would not act with any of the other girls. And two, she did not want to see showrunner Michael Patrick King. Wow. Yes. Why do it that's, in the I first the place? Thing. Why do it I, at all right. then? See, that's... I, I, and th- I was thinking about this as well. How did this go? Did... because you, lawyers who are well, in the middle I talking. Mean, <laughs> but it's, it's very obvious, because she made it obvious that Kim can't stand SJP and doesn't like Michael Patrick King. Yeah. So how... So, so this is sticky. This is, this is tricky. So how do you approach Kim and who approached her? Did Michael Patrick King have this idea and he went to the Max executives, his big bosses, and say, Hey, yeah, woo her. Do you wanna do you wanna woo her? Or did the executives from Max do this independent from SJP and MPK? 
I got to tell you, that is Ooh. that is the how this went down is actually more interesting to me oh, than what than what will be the thirty second cameo. Yes. Uh, yeah, and how much money do they offer her for this? Yes. Uh, now she has another project. Maybe she wants to so- shine some light on that as well by being in the, or maybe she's also feeling like, look, you wrote me into the first one. You know, I'm writing emails and stuff. I might as well show up and get paid. I, uh, hmm. Maybe, yeah. Well, everyone is saying she got a very handsome yeah. uh, payday for this. Huh. Well, and and then Patricia Fields, the famous costumer, yeah. um, designed or dressed Kim for the scene. And she spoke out, too. And I, she's, I think, at the point of her life that she just doesn't care. I mean, she gives zero blanks. And she said, you know, because she doesn't do wardrobe for the reboot. She turned that over to her colleague, Molly. And she was very blunt. She said, um, I know these girls. She said, SJP thinks she knows everything, and she does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything, but doesn't. (gasps) (laughs) Ouch! What a great line. Isn't that great? (laughs) Whoa. That like Cynthia, I take that to mean like, look, SJP has a lot of opinions on wardrobe yeah. and she may be a pain in the butt, but she knows what she's doing. Cynthia has <laughs> a lot of opinion about wardrobe, but doesn't know what she's doing. Oh. I thought, oh God, Patricia, that's hysterical. But you're right, Ellie. That's such a good line. Wow. SJP thinks she knows everything and she does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything, but I just, doesn't. I just want to start <laughs> plugging in like different people I can think of. Yeah, just that same phrase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not just fashion. Yeah. I wonder oh. what did Cynthia say anything about that after? No, she didn't respond. Oh, probably smart. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then Patricia was like, "I like some of the things they've done that Molly has done uh, as far as wardrobe." She goes, quote, I like some of it. I don't like all of it, but I know what Molly's dealing with. I know those gals. Sarah Jessica thinks she knows everything, and she does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything, and she doesn't. Even today, when I speak with Molly, it's all about Cynthia. I say, yep, I remember what you're going through. (laughs) So it sounds like Cynthia might be the pill. Wow. Not so much SJ. I don't know. Anyway, it's juicy. It sure is, man. We need a making of. (laughs) No doubt. And just like that returns at the end of the month on Max. When we come back, am I the asshat? This one's all about a laundry room and an early morning. Plus a lot to talk about with Drag Race. That more. The third hour starts next.